Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now joined by my pal Mike Sealski for three hours of radio magic on a weekend where the Eagles get to kick back and watch it all. Kind of like me, Glenn. I get to kick back and watch it all oh, this yeah. weekend, too. That Looking is, forward to it. That is what we're going to do. Two things to start the show. One is, as we just said, the Eagles uh, and this weekend's football, particularly the the grudge, the hate match. <laughs> Saturday night, which is good. I called it measles mumps. You say it is? Oh, you, Monday night, you mean. You're talking Monday about, night. What did yeah. I say? Uh, you said Saturday. I'm sorry. Monday night. Yeah. Wait uh, for that one. Yes. Iran, Iraq. Yes. Cowboys versus the Bucks. Anyway, we'll get to that in a little bit. Eagles get the week off. Mike, they earned it. Who would have dreamt of 13 and 4 back in September? I wouldn't have dreamt of 14 or th- 14 three, and 3 either. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? It's good. It's all good. I got to stop taking that Ambien. Okay. Who dreamed that we'd be talking about Jalen Hurts for MVP or Nick as coach of the year or Howie as executive of the year? Again, we'll get to the details of that later. So we watch tonight, tomorrow, Monday, uh, and we learn who they play. The longest of the long shots is the gameplay today. If Seattle can upset the 49ers, nine-and-a-half-point underdogs, they will come across the country to play the Eagles next week. Uh, chance of that happening on a scale of 1 to 100? Two. Okay. That's about right. Yeah. I, I don't see that at all. No, I don't either. More likely than that is a game that is going to be played between the Giants and the Minnesota Vikings. I thought, you know, the Giants could win, and then I realized that's the chic pick. Everybody says the Giants can win. Can the Giants win? The Giants can win. I'm not sure that the Giants will win. I think that's a coin flip game, but I think you're on to something there, Glenn. It's become the thing to say that, well, the Giants are probably going to beat the Vikings. Uh, and there's reason to say that. The Vikings yeah. have won a whole bunch of games this season by the skin of their teeth or you know, opponents like the Indianapolis Colts completely melted down. Negative point differential on yeah. the season for a team that they are 13-4, and four, right? Yes, yes. Holy cow. That's, that's pretty remarkable. But maybe there's something intangible to be said about their character and all of that kind of stuff. That, to me, is the most interesting game of the weekend, in a way, because I think the, the outcome is the least predictable. And we root for the Giants. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah, better, better matchup for the Eagles. Giants. Always good to have Eagles-Giants in the playoffs. All right, so... I will tell you, Mike, in talking to people this week, getting around town, there's a bit of fear in the Delaware Valley. There's some trepidation. There is a wariness that even as the Eagles landed that coveted one seed, that first round by home field throughout, which is huge, that the team may have peaked in November and could be headed for a crushing crash landing. Mike, how do you feel? 
I feel more optimistic than that. Uh, I don't. I, I I completely perceive the uh, fear and apprehension that you're talking about. Totally pick up on that. But I don't share it. Uh, I think they are, as you laid out a minute ago, they're in the best possible position they can be in in this playoff setup. They have home field advantage. They're the best team in the conference. They were the best team in the conference for virtually the entire season. And the the dynamic, Len, that's interesting to me about this is that I didn't sense this same apprehension back in 2018 mm. when they made their Super Bowl run. Yeah. Uh, and you and I before the show, were and, and we're the one seed. Yeah, and we're the one seed, and we're the, we're an underdog against the Falcons in that first uh, playoff game, the divisional round game. And you and I were kicking around before the show why that is, and I think it's kind of um, counterintuitive. It's it's the fact that Jalen Hurts is playing, that Lane Johnson is coming back. There's something about that that makes. Eagles fans a little uncomfortable because everything is kind of lined up when your backup quarterback has to take you there like in 2018 that's a more comfortable way for a fan around here to look at it like hey we got nothing to lose nothing to lose is what I was going to say right yeah, yeah nothing to lose yep. and the, and you know what the whole underdog thing with the masks which I believe was Chris Long and Lane Johnson who started that right it was. yes that whole thing kind of started a fan togetherness belief and so on, which is the nobody likes us, nobody believes in us, we don't care. And teams have played the nobody believes in us, they're all against us forever, mm-hmm. often ridiculously. You know, Georgia played that. Yeah, it's kind of laughable. What is that? Sixty-three to seven. What it was. It? It, they it played was that nobody believed. Four thousand to seven. Yeah, no, nobody believed in us. Um, but the Eagles were able to play it then, and the fan base was. And I think people went into that with like, ah, nothing to lose. Hey, if we win, it's great. This time the expectations are, you're the best team. Mm-hmm. For a long time, people regarded the Eagles as the best team in the league. Now it's probably Kansas City or Buffalo. But best team in the NFC, best record, bye week, home, all that, expectations. Makes people a little nervous. It does. I think that's part of the reason that people wrap their arms around the 2022 Phillies during that playoff run as much as they did. It wasn't that just that the Phillies got to the World Series. It's that they were the last wild card team. They were good enough to make that kind of run, but nobody really expected them to make that kind of run. So, as you said, there's nothing to lose. We can throw our hearts to them, and if they get beaten by the Braves in the divisional round, okay, well, we made it for the first time in 11 years. So we are going to have on the show later today two great guests, okay? We're going to have your colleague Jeff McLean of the Philadelphia Inquirer, who mm-hmm. is a terrific reporter covering the beat the way beats ought to be covered. Looking forward to talking to him. And we're going to have my pal and yours, Ray Dinger. And I heard Ray, I want to make sure I heard Ray correctly, because I believe I heard Ray Dinger say, if they don't win the Super Bowl, this season is not a success. It's a failure. Um, and we can get into that with him. I don't mm-hmm. want to get into that too deep with you right now. But the whole point is, now the expectation is you got to win the whole thing or... Yeah, and I, that and that I think has got people nervous. I, I think it has. I think this is the kind of position that Philadelphia sports fans, on the one hand, they relish the ride. That's what they. That's what most fans, I think, want from a team is mm-hmm. the ride, the week to week, night to night feeling that your team is winning and it's great and it's bringing everybody together. And yes, we might win a championship. And then you get to the moment at hand, and it's like, 
oh my gosh, what's going to go wrong? Is Chris Carpenter going to throw a shutout? Is Rondé Barber going to you know intercept the pass and return it for a no, touchdown? Wait, what's what are you doing? What's going to go wrong? I can keep going, Glenn. These there have been have so kept, many. I, yes, I know. I've written several books on that stuff, and it keeps me up at night at various I'm sorry, times. That's I'm sorry. okay. I, we've all we've all lived through all that. Yes. Um, on a scale of one to ten, your level of confidence right now six point five seven. Okay. Yeah, I think they're going to go to. The, I mean, I, I think that's oh, pretty six point five dash seven or six point fifty seven. Now I have to do math. Where's my 11-year-old son who's taking algebra? Nobody told me there was um, no math. No, I'm fairly confident. All right, 6.5 to 7. Yeah. You know what? I'm about the same. I was going to say a 7. I'm feeling mm-hmm. pretty good. And part of the reason I'm feeling pretty good is yesterday Lane Johnson back at practice mm-hmm. saying he's going to play, working with the team a little bit. Um, we all know the numbers. They are 10-22 and 22 in their history without Lane Johnson. That even includes the win over the Giants. He has, and we'll talk to our Cooper doctor later, Mm -hmm. but he says his recovery has been pretty good, that he's going to be able to play. It is not so bad. He did release a video of him hoisting the WWE belt. When Lane Johnson's getting cocky, I'm feeling good. You know, I I have this picture of uh, Lane on the sidelines during the divisional round game next week. If you remember the opening of... Uh, dances with wolves, where Kevin Costner's trying to get the boot on his foot, and he's got the gangrene, and yeah. he's biting. Oh, gosh, yeah, he's biting the piece of wood. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I kind of see Lane looking Putting that on his way. uniform yeah, next week. Exactly, uh. Uh, but he will be out there. I mean, that that guy. The one thing you can say about Lane Johnson, apart from him being just a terrific player, is that he will do everything he can to get out there, and he is honest about how he feels and what he's going through. Whether you're talking about mental health issues or or the physical things that he's dealt with, concussions, love other him. injuries. Or love, him, love him, love him, love him, um, And, uh, by the way, made the All-Pro team yesterday, first-string All-Pro. Well-deserved. Oh, absolutely well-deserved, along with Kelsey was a first-stringer, and I feel like I'm leaving out one other. Was Darius Slay first-stringer? No, Darius Slay was neither first or second-stringer. James Bradbury That's right. was, which, That's by right. the way— James Bradbury made a good bet on himself this year. Sure did. One-year contract with the Eagles, becomes a free agent, come off this year. He's going to do really well. Yeah, not necessarily here, but no. you know, he'll do all right for himself. Yeah, and by then Jalen Hurts, the second-string All-Pro to Mahomes, as you would expect. And yeah, absolutely. Pretty good to be a second-string All-Pro at this point. Speaking of which, Jalen Hurts is the other thing we really have to think about this game. It has been discussed ad nauseum, and yet it is the big thing to me. I mentioned Lane Johnson. The other thing... Will Jalen Hurts be able to play his game fully and without restriction, without a governor? And I don't mean Josh Shapiro. I mean, <laughs> I mean by that the attachment to your car's engine that automatically limits speed. Yeah. Now, we know he heals faster than Mike Sealski. Well, he does a lot of things faster than Mike Sealski, as Nick Sirianni has established, yes. <laughs> I love the way you became part of that story by you, asking Do you know what question. happened the next day? No. Jalen challenged you to a race? No, the next day. I, w- I wasn't there the next day, and uh, the Eagles went out to practice, and Hertz was there throwing the ball around and doing the calisthenics, and Nick went around to the writers and said, where's Mike? See, there's Jalen. Where is he? So, okay. you know. Good work by you. Yeah. That's that lesson. Take, take this badge It's out. all in good fun. So he threw yesterday. He did not throw the day before. He didn't throw for nine days. He said he didn't throw for two weeks before that Giants game. I really don't know how to read it. And I heard Howard say, remain calm all as well. And maybe that's true. I'm certainly not going to panic about it. 
Um, we watched him against the Giants and what he did do and didn't do. What's yeah. your thoughts on where he is and expectations? So I have two thoughts. The first is one that you and I have talked about before on the show, which is that I do think there is an element uh, with Hertz in which he wants to present himself as a different kind of quarterback, like a step above his peers, a different breed, so that he likes, to a certain extent, the idea that he's playing through pain. Uh, I think he likes having that out there. I don't think he's going to be somebody who is going to de-emphasize the injury. I think he's going to tell you, I'm playing through pain and it hurts. Yeah, they're all, le- they're all letting you know And they're le- everybody's letting us know that. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, I'm less worried, and I think the Eagles and Hurts are less worried about him throwing the ball than they are about him, as you said, carrying it, running with yeah. it, taking a hit on that shoulder, landing on the Lincoln Financial Field ground and turf. Uh, that, to me, is the bigger danger. I know there was a lot of discussion on the station this week about having Hurts, the coaches having Hurts throw nine passes in the first nine plays. I don't think that's as much an issue with respect to Hertz's health, you can have issues with respect to, is that the best way the Eagles ought to be running their offense in general? But in terms of like, Hertz is injured, he shouldn't be throwing the ball. I don't think that's an issue. I think the bigger issue is, is he carrying the ball and is he taking hits? Yeah, I I agree. I think he's going to, because there was like, why did he come out the last game and throw nine passes? Because he can throw. Right. I don't think that's, I don't think that's the problem. Yeah. To I, me, the, to, not to interrupt, sorry. No, I think right. the push when push comes to shove, if they're in a close game, I think the question becomes, okay, do they have Hertz carry the ball? You know, we need, it's third and five. Do we run a read option and could he possibly keep it? And clearly that will depend on score and circumstance. But if they are in a close game and they got to win this game, he'll do it. Oh, he's absolutely. not, not going to shy away from it. And they will do it because you and I have talked about this before. Protecting Jalen Hurts' health and future is a good priority. But you know what's a bigger priority? Winning the Super Bowl this year. Yep. And if they have the opportunity to do it and their quarterback gets injured in the process, they will still do it. This is the NFL. This is about winning the games. It is not about prolonging players' careers. I hate to sound that flippant about a guy's future, but that is the way it works. That's it. The idea that the Eagles have an open window for several years because Jalen Hurts is 24 is the wrong way to think about it. They are going for it right now. Yeah. And I agree with you completely. <laughs> because I don't think James Bradbury is going to be back next nope. year. And, and maybe a few gonna, other guys. And he ain't going to be the only one who ain't right. back next yeah, year. Right. They got to do it. Uh, the only other injury I want to talk about, by the way, 215-592-9494. We'd love to talk to you about it today. The Avante Maddox injury, and he is not coming back anytime no. soon, and I would not anticipate he would be coming back even if they get to the Super Bowl. And that's the one they've missed maybe more than we all realize. That slot corner, he does it so well. The way they play defense, they only rush four. Um, the guys in the secondary have to be in the right place, and it's the backups haven't been haven't been able to do it. It's why the other team is completing 13 passes in a row. And, and, you know, people can rant and rave about the defense Gannon plays, but he's almost doing it so as not to expose those guys filling in to disaster. Yeah. And that's that's the one I'm a little nervous about. Yeah, I am too. And the fear I would have heading into the divisional round and perhaps the NFC Championship game is that you're going to face at least once a quarterback smart enough to exploit that. You know, Dak Prescott, for instance, has had not a particularly great season. 
leads the NFL in interceptions and interception percentage, but he is the guy who took advantage of the fact that Maddox got hurt on Christmas Eve and completes whatever it was, 24 out of 24 against a zone defense where the Eagles defensive backs don't really know where to go Mm -hmm. because Maddox isn't there. Uh, That would concern me uh, throughout this playoff run is are they going to encounter the kind of quarterback, and Prescott is that kind of guy, Brady in theory would be that kind of guy, who can take advantage of the fact that Maddox isn't out there. Well, here's how it works then. In the end. In the end, by the way, I feel pretty good, okay? They got two weeks. Everybody's got two weeks to heal. I don't think Maddox is going to be back. Nick is a creative coach. I mm-hmm. think he's going to find new wrinkles. Uh, I think any team that has to pass through here, what this crowd can do, I'm hearing how phenomenal Brock Purdy is. Oh, my God, <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant, the greatest yes. thing. I want to see Brock Purdy play in a pressure pack game in front of 68,000 Eagle fans. That's going to be a little different than what he's done. Yeah, look, if the 49ers make a, end up making a run and making the Super Bowl, however they get there, it's not going to be because of Brock Purdy. It's just not. Right, but he's going to have to do things if he comes yeah. here, and I think it's going to be tough. I think that, uh, and we'll, we'll discuss the other teams more, but I like it all. And I'll, and I'll close with this. People said all year, ah, who have the Eagles beat? Who's any good that the Eagles beat, right? Uh, and per Denny Selzman, who's a great follow on Twitter, I don't know if you follow him. I do he's, not. He's like, he's great with charts and graphics and so on. And he put uh, the record D E N I Z S E L M A N. I'm not sure if that's his full Twitter handle, mm-hmm. but he's really a good follow when it comes to this. This is the record versus teams with winning records in the NFL. That they, okay, Eagles mm-hmm. are seven and one against teams with winning records. That's pretty darn good. He's the best in the league. There you go. Da- uh, San Francisco was four and one. Okay. Dallas was six and two. Minnesota four and three. Kansas City five and two. Buffalo five and two. Cincinnati four and three. So who's got the best record in the league against winning teams? The Eagles. I feel good about that. Yeah, and they were in one of the stronger, if not the strongest, division in the NFL yeah. this season. Right. Uh, and look, we started talking about apprehension. That's where we began the show. And this is the NFL playoffs. There's that's part of the deal. You know, most playoff games don't end 45 to 10. So people are going to have to get accustomed to the fact that uh, these are going to be close games. I just looked at the numbers from last year's playoffs, Glenn. The six divisional round games, okay, the the round that the Eagles aren't playing in this yeah. year, only two of them were one-score games. Four of them were at least yeah, well, two you, scores. Yeah. Okay? You're going to have some of that this week. Exactly. Every game after that. The four divisional round games, the two conference championship games, and the Super Bowl were all one-score games. This is a grind. It comes with the territory. I think that's nicely said. All right, one other thing that we need to throw in here at the top. And again, we'll take your calls. Mitchell Wimothian, you'll be up first. Just hang in a minute. You and I had a stupid bet that we made at the start of the year. And the stupid bet basically centered on the Eagles' return game. You bet that it wouldn't be that good. Mm-hmm. I bet on faith that it would be perfectly fine. You, for a long time, had the edge. You're up 6-1. to one I was. At one point. Uh, and yet, then it tied at 6-6. And then you, uh, you got one. Two weeks ago, when the Eagles could not return a kickoff to their 20. Against the Saints, yes. Put you up 7-6. to six. Mike Sielski's looking at the dinner menu at Ralph's, starting to plan things out. And then I brought in Mitch Williams in the bottom of the ninth. And here we go. It was three minutes into the second quarter against the Giants. Jamie Gillen back to punt. The punt is almost blocked. It's a wobbler. Covey looks up. Covey takes it. Makes the first man miss. He is running hard across the left sideline. 40, 45, 50 in the Giants' territory. Britton Covey, now there's a penalty flag 
all the way back near the line of scrimmage. Let's see about this. Let's see. It was a 46-yard punt and a 17-yard return. Holding number 21 of the kicking team. That 10-yard penalty will be added to the end of the Will play. be added to the That's play. It was against the Giants. And there you go. Uh, you know what's funny is I saw the punt return. Um, well, I wouldn't have got it otherwise. But I, yeah. I And when I saw the penalty, I thought, oh, please, please, please. And yeah. I got it. We are tied at 7-7. Seven to seven. We are. The season's over. What are no, we going to do? Not. No, it's not. Kyle Quinn's already got dinner. He's he's in, right? <laughs> we are going to keep going. Uh, this is not going to be sudden death. It's not whoever, you know, the, the Eagles okay. uh, return a punt well, you win, or they don't return a kickoff well, I win. We are going to play take this. Take it as, through. Yeah, take it through the Super Bowl if we have to. Sounds good to me. All right, a couple things we want to plug, a couple events. you got something coming up uh, at the Free Library. I do. Thursday afternoon, January 19th, from 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock, I'm going to be at the Philadelphia Free Library hosting a Q&A with someone you all may have heard of, Stephen A. Smith. That's great. Whose new memoir is coming out. So I'm going to talk to Stephen about that. It gets into his upbringing and his time at ESPN, a little bit in his time with the Inquirer in Philly. Yeah, nice. Um, and I and prom- you won't have to do much talking. I promise you it will not be specious, egregious, or ridiculous. <laughs> I love Stephen, actually. Um, Stephen's a very nice guy. He yeah, is. Good for you. All right, so you have that. That's what, Thursday? Thursday at 1 o'clock. Well, Thursday library. evening from 6.30 to 9, I am hosting a release party for... Get this right, Mike and Merrill, Philly special hazy IPA at Conchac and Brewing. We made the Merrill and Mike, which is a real high octane one. We're coming out with the Mike and Merrill hazy, which is a six point five more crushable tailgate beer. That's, that's right in my wheelhouse. Party's going to be at Puddler's Kitchen and Tap by Conchac and Brewing in Bridgeport. The Eagles pep band is going to play. Nice. Ray Dinger's going to come sign and sell books. I am going to host a Quizzo-like trivia contest. Is Ray allowed to participate in that contest? Oh, somebody ought to get Ray on their team. They would do, they would do really well. Uh, great prizes, lots of beer. Come out and celebrate a great season Thursday night from 639 at uh, uh, Puddler's Kitchen and Tap. All right. We'll, talk, we'll mention those more before we get off. But we want to talk to you. 215-592-9494. Mike Sealski, Glenn Mack now, Saturday on 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 